and welcome to a Paradise Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan, and I'm here to give you all some great news. This will be our last sporadically released episode for a while, as I have finally caught up with our backlog. So from now on, you can expect a Sunday release of Let the Good Dice Roll and a Tuesday release of Werewolf or Mage. Speaking of Werewolf, tonight we get to see how good Cypher is with kids, which is certainly better than Ganon. Social workers ignoring their jobs, Sig has his paternal instincts take over, and the return of a much-beloved character. Welcome, listeners, to Werewolf the Apocalypse, Viva Las Vegas, Episode 10, The Return of Joey Williams. The end of the beginning, all the beginning at the end. Is this the end of the beginning? I'll ask you this, my friend. Is this the end of the beginning, or beginning at the end? Is this the end of the beginning? I'll ask you, my friend. Is this the end of the beginning, or beginning at the end? The end of the beginning. Last we left off uh, with Cypher, you had just finished an epic car chase in the desert. There's an unconscious child, two conscious children, and a wolf pup in the back of your car. Your laptop has been thrown out like a tomahawk, and the back seat bench is gone. Um, You left the group in the desert out just outside of Sunrise Manor, Las Vegas, which is a residential suburb of the city of Vegas. And you knew that your car could make it back to the Cairn and that, but it would just take a little bit because you would have to drive slowly. Is there anything you want to do on your way back? Well, um, I don't think there really is anything, um, Cypher would do on the way back besides just getting them home, uh, checking the in rear view often, being kind of paranoid. Um, there isn't any electronics or anything that I need to deal with while I'm in the vehicle. So <clears throat> I'm just trying to make small conversation, which is be really awkward and awful, um, and just kind of make, the, I guess, the tension for them a little worse um, than really being a positive you know, experience, uh, and then he'll shut up after he's understood that the uh, social situation's gone gone bad. <laughs> One of the kids is uh, sitting in the front seat, and it's the the conscious girl. She's a little bit younger, and she's just kind of looking over your car and being like, "So, have you ever considered getting this thing reinforced, or did we just not know we, that this was gonna happen?" Yeah, because I'm Batman. I got money for that. I mean, that's fair. I'm not even old enough to have a work permit, so I guess I get that. Like, but there's always junkyards if you want to. I know of a few good ones if you ever want to go, like, salvaging for material. We can probably get some stuff to reinforce this once we get it fixed up. Well, if I actually wanted it to stop bullets or creatures that are supernatural, a junkyard would be, I guess, a start. But the process would be long since you would have to melt down the metals to get out the impurities. You know, I get that. That's... I didn't think about that, I guess. I once reinforced my bike when I was a kid because the kids at school kept breaking the frame. (sighs) My mom got mad because I, you know, went through all of our trash cans to do it. But it looked super cool. That's actually kind of impressive. Thanks. I, you know, like tinkering with shit. But what's your name? My name's Riley. I'm Cypher. So, um, thanks for getting us out of there. Um... I... Well, I'm gonna put the music on now. Um, <laughs> you just relax and enjoy the ride. She like opens up your glove compartment and finds your last Snickers bar and just starts eating it. He looks really sad. 
<laughs> like, that was my Snickers. But he's yeah. quiet unless the kid eat it. The uh, wolf pup kind of puts her head forward, puts its head forward, and like nuzzles your hand, and um, and just kind of like relaxes between the two seats. The boy in the back is just—he's found um, like something basic. Uh, I want to say he found maybe like a few pieces of paper, and he's just like making origami or something. He's just trying to take his mind off of things. And the unconscious girl is, uh, she's slowly coming back to, to consciousness as you pull into the cairn. Um, you're met at, at the outskirts of the main settlement by Johnny Wiseass. He, uh, he's just gotten back off of his bike and he takes his helmet off and he goes, what the fuck happened to you guys? Are you okay? Um, uh, I mean, you should probably get someone who, uh, is better at that than me. Um, look over the kids. Um, we got chased for a bit, and there were some helicopters, and I think there was a truck. But, um, Johnny's face just goes wide in horror. He's like, wait, you guys took out a, a fucking attack helicopter? Motherfucker. Hey. And he turns to one of the dogs that's just roaming around and goes, Go get Minerva. I need her out here. She's uh, I need somebody to look over these kids. And uh, when the dog comes up, the wolf pup in the back just kind of pops its head out of your van and just goes running off with the other dog. Um, well, um, I think this is mostly um, crowable, but uh, I don't know if it's going to really suit uh, the people I'm with. Dude, like, I don't understand exactly how they did this to your van in one night, but, um, here, we'll, we'll push it into the shop and we'll see about getting some repairs done on that. If, um, if you need a loaner, I might have another vehicle, but, uh, yeah, no one else is allowed to, uh, drive the, this car. Um, and, uh, I'd really appreciate it if you didn't use it in any, uh, any fucking car chases, because it kind of is important to, what the fuck happened to the back seat? He walks around the back and opens the uh, the back two doors and sees that the bench has been ripped off the chassis. He goes, what the fuck? Did they not understand that, you know, they can jump out the van? Why didn't they throw themselves out first? Well, um, they use a lot of my personal uh, um, possessions as uh, projectiles. Did none of them have a fucking gun? Um, no, uh, or common sense, but... Damn, dude, I'm so yeah. sorry. All right, so look, here's the deal. Uh, we'll do our best to get this fixed up for you. Um, might need a little bit of capital to get it started. We're a little tapped on funds right now. But um, yeah, I'll talk to the matron, see about uh, if she's got some funds. Come on, let's uh, let's get you something to eat. Um, and the one girl that was unconscious kind of like rolls out of the van and like rubs her jaw and just goes, where the fuck is that asshole that hit me? Um, not here. So, uh, let's get up and, you know, Wait, get something to you? eat. Did someone hit you? Yeah, one of the fucking guys you sent to rescue me decided that he was gonna do a backflip. And then when I got out of my, my handcuffs by myself, all I remember is just pain and then i wake up here so if you guys are also gonna torture me just i don't know i'd rather no, die at uh, this point it's it's not it's, uh yeah i don't yeah no um <laughs> yeah just get some food and uh yeah yeah, yeah. No. at this point a woman with a uh, long dark braided hair and square glasses comes out and just very calmly lays a hand on the girl's shoulder and goes what what's your name my name's minerva he goes i'm tori um can you call my mom i kind of want to go home and uh minerva just kind of smiles and goes don't worry sweetie we'll we'll take care of that but we don't think that home is safe right now because the people who took you know where your home is she goes, oh, all right. Can I have pancakes? 
Minerva just kind of like nods and shuffles all the kids into the uh, the main lodge. And Johnny helps you push your van into the shop behind the lodge. <clears throat> oh, God. <laughs> Eddie. Whoa, wrong voice. <laughs> That's Diarmit. All right, so um, here's the deal. I, uh, I already sent Quaylen ahead with some uh, information for the group. Based on the reports and uh, what we tracked from the uh, digital digital info coming out of there for a while, this group is looking for this thing called Curic Shots. So I, uh, I'm probably going to need to send you back out with them because where they're at, there actually happens to be one. Now, it looks like Pintex is trying to uh, gather these things up and destroy them. We're not sure what they are, what they look like, or what they're used for. But if they don't like them, there's a good chance that uh, we kind of want them. And if it's scaring them, maybe we should be investigating it too. All right, but um, I, I can't promise what they'll do to the vehicle. Like, I won't fuck with it, but uh, <laughs> if it comes broken, it's not my fault. Johnny thinks for a moment and goes, all right, all right, I think I got a solution to this. I uh, I might have a Lona that I'm not too, uh, gonna be too heartbroken if anything happens to it. And he leads you out to um, the back of the shop. And inside, there's a... It almost looks like an elevator shaft. You guys take it down, and then underneath the shop, behind the main lodge, there's a garage full of cars. And it's just, like, every go like gearhead's dream. Every model car you can possibly imagine that you've ever wanted is in this shop. Yeah, make sure it's a piece of shit. Because, like, I'm... I'm I'm certain they're going to break it. He takes you past, like, a couple of Porsches, a few Lamborghinis, so, like, ridiculously Ugh. expensive cars that have never even seen the market. And at the very end, at the very end, is a shitty fucking station wagon. With yep. wood. This is, this is perfect. With, yep. It is pea soup green. It has wood paneling. The interior is just this awful shit brown mm -hmm. even smells like someone smeared cheese in here and uh it has a bumper sticker on the back that just says wally world or bust <laughs> yes thank you <laughs> i just figured it was appropriate <laughs> all right so uh this here this we don't even know how long this has been here it just kind of showed up one day so um this is yours. You, uh, I really don't give a fuck if I give this back or not. Good. Because <laughs> you probably won't. Alright, um, so where are they right now? They are in, uh, Sunrise Manor, Las Vegas. Um, I believe they were going to a karaoke contest? I'm not sure. Uh, last communication we had with Whalen said something about that, and then she just sent me a text that said, Pogues, bitch. So, I guess Diamond just went over and snagged her up, but, um, According to a couple of uh, couple of notices, there's um, I don't know. You can probably find them at the Applebee's or um, wandering around that area. Um, you can check with our uh, with one of our friends over at the Chuck E. Cheese down there. It's run by Crawl Daddy. He's a good friend of us. Crawl Daddy, Chuck E. Cheese. Crawl Daddy, yeah. Crawl Daddy. Crawl Daddy, yeah. All right. He, um, he's good people. Um, yeah, you can check that out. Uh, that's probably a good place to start. Um, do you need any clothes? Do you need any food? Like, before you head out, man, I want to make sure that you're alright, because you're kind of doing a dangerous job for us, and, uh, emotionally I'd be pretty pissed off if somebody, uh, wrecked my fucking van, too. So processing. That's um, fair. That's fair. I'm trying not to think about too much, but we saved some kids, so, uh... Yeah, yeah, good job on that, man. Um, I'm excited to hear about your report. Um, the matron always, uh, rewards acts of bravery and the like so um yeah i'd like i can't wait to hear all about your acts of, of extreme bravery and saving them kids from the evils of pentex i'm sure you had a very heavy hand to play in getting them out of that facility yeah and he just hands you the keys um there's a uh, moose head on the keychain and uh, when you start up the engine, the song Holiday Road 
starts playing. The uh, there's a a a big door, like a big like garage door that opens and leads you up a tunnel and takes you back to the surface. And you come out a few miles outside of the cairn. And if you start heading west, you will be headed back towards Sunrise Manor. Uh, I'm going to be in an additional hour because uh, mm -hmm. I'm stuck by a Waffle House. And <laughs> I'm just going to chill there for about an hour, get some coffee, of course, get some waffles. Uh, there's a hash browns. There's a ring on your phone. Mm. You know this. Phone. You know this number. Hey, Cipher, it's me. Oh, um, hi. Hey, bestie. Um, look, I'm I'm kind of in a bind. Can you can you help me out? Um, this is not perhaps the best time. Okay. Um, fair. Look, I think uh. You know what? There's there is someone else I can call. Look, if you don't hear from me in the next twenty four hours, I'm gonna send you an address to come to. Just, I, I miss you. I hope you're okay. I'll talk to you later. Bye. And she hangs up. Fuck. You get a text on your phone with an address and uh, GPS locations. Oh, uh, this is not good. This is not good. <laughs> so back to the rest of the group. So, last we left off, everyone was hanging out with Gus in Chuck E. Cheese, I think, planning their next move. That sounds about right. So, we kind of decided... Sorry, trying to reach the stuff. We kind of decided how we were splitting it off. So, Cress and Kaya are going to deal with Harriet and Henry. Sig and Odessa are dealing with Tom. And Gannon is taking a nap before the competition, so he can be nice and fresh to try and win the money. Literally told me that my uh, that my muscles and everything were still sore from all the uh, from all the work, and if I'm not at my prime, then I'm not gonna win. All right, uh, because I suck. Do you guys remember where each person was? What do you mean? I thought we were all back there. No, no, the NPCs Better. that you're going to speak to. Give me a second, and I'll look it up. Probably. Thank you, Christina. I don't deserve you. So Tom uh, Cardell is a doctor with the medical center, so we could probably find him there. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have an actual listing on where Henry and Harriet Harriet are. At the Debbie is at the bar. You're gonna find um, Harriet at the East Las Vegas. No, the East Las Vegas Public Health Center is where you're gonna find Cardell. You're gonna find. You're going to find Harriet at the State of Nevada Division of Welfare. And Debbie is at the Applebee's. Where else? I, mean, I don't think we need to see Debbie. Just there's something about her and a bar and stuff like that. Was that, is Debbie the one that Tom liked? Yes. Debbie's the one that Tom is into. Um, Henry and Why Harriet. Why do I feel like we're not talking about werewolf anymore? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we totally are. This is totally oh, a werewolf game, guys. Totally. <laughs> So, all right. So you're Sigurd and Odessa are going to Tom, right? Probably. Yes. Cress and Kaya are We're going. We're dressing up as Chuck E. Cheese employees and giving Harriet and her husband free tickets. Oh yeah. So you're only going to be able to reach Harriet. Um, and there was a third group, or was it just Gannon passed out? It's just Gannon passed out, but I posted the group in the chat. Fantastic. I appreciate that. I had to look at the map real quick. Perfect. Who wants to go first? I will. I continue to sleep. Um, you, you feel someone cuddling up to you in your sleep. Is it the doggo? Please say it's the doggo. I hope it's the doggo. Otherwise, it just got weird. <laughs> is it the gerbil? So the gerbil is it's nestled the girl right beside your revenge. face. And the dog is, like, snuggling up into your stomach. And then Gus has crawled in behind you and <laughs> spooning you. I'm okay with it. <laughs> like, and the bird is just perched above your bed, just keeping watch. You have all of the animals. <laughs> Alright, so that's Ganon's turn. Oh yeah, we need to know if that beta fish turned into a real people person where Did you go and get a beta fish for yes, Cypher? Yes, 
That's what Jake decided. Cypher gets a beta fish. Okay. Cypher, roll me 1d10. One. I don't remember what the discrepancy was, but okay. So uh, I believe it was four, if I remember correctly. As long as, okay. So we will, when you guys get, uh, give the fish to Cypher, we'll, we'll deal with that. Um, but right now you just have a fish in a bowl swimming around in the Chuck e, on the Chuck E. Cheese uh, counter. Cress and Odessa. Are you going to go, or is it going to be Sig and Kaya? No, no, no. It's, it's Cress and Kaya, Sig and Odessa. Who wants to go first? I'm still doing food and typing, so, I mean, if uh, Cress and Kaya want to go, they can. But uh, somebody has to hold the button for Jake. I guess I got to go get dressed in the uh, mouse costume. <laughs> okay. So Kaya goes and puts on the creepy Chuck E. Cheese mascot uniform. And, uh, Jake, or Crescimir, finds the, uh, employee work, uni- work uniform and puts it on. Cress, you look good in purple. No comment. <laughs> um, so you guys have the keys to the van. When you go out back, it is literally the Chuck E. Cheese van. It is shaped like a giant cheese wedge. Um, with about like a mouse face on the front of it, and inside is just this awful yellow, orange, and purple interior. And hanging from the dash is a pair of uh, fuzzy dice, like the ones that you guys had uh, gotten earlier. Hey, Chris, can you drive? Uh, that's a negative. <laughs> hey, me too. Okay, so, so I guess we're I guess we're walking. How far do we have to walk? Is this costume hot? It's a couple of blocks. Uh, Could uh, uh, one of our teammates who can use phones call us an Uber? What's it? Sure. What's an Uber? It's it's okay. It's don't worry about it. Just you sweet summer child. Don't worry about it. Who taught you that word? <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and sh- I'm gonna show Kaya how to like. Oh, wait, no, we have, we don't have smartphones, do we? Yeah, yeah, we did, remember? You, you guys bought me got burner phones. So okay, I couldn't could remember if phone you got call. smartphones or just flip phones. Kaya got a flip phone, you got a smartphone. Okay, so I'm going to show her on my smartphone how to do an Uber. And then I look at Gannon and I was like, damn it, Gannon. Kaya, go get Gannon's wallet. I I have money. I can pay for the Uber. How much is an Uber? What is What is an Uber? Okay. So, an Uber is someone who, so they drive a vehicle, and they come around and they pick you up. It's kind of like a taxi. Do you know what a taxi is? Yeah, I use those to get around to concerts. Okay, so it's like a taxi, but it's a normal-looking vehicle, and you can use your phone to get them to come and pick you up. And so, so I don't have to yell at them from the street? Yeah, exactly. You just That's nifty. You, you tell, you, I just show her, like, on my phone how to work the system for getting an Uber. And yeah, you just put in the place and they come and tell you how long it'll take till they get here and you don't have to like try and hail one on the street. That's pretty nifty. Yeah. Cool. I have a habit of people stealing my taxis from me because I'm small. (laughs) That's so precious. I I set it up and get an Uber for the two of them before Sig and I head off. Okay. So you're the cheese people? Yes. And Brent is in the, uh, the Chuck E. Cheese actual uniform. Okay. Suit. No, she's dressed as the mouse. Yeah, Chucky. Yeah, I am mouse. in the Chucky costume. Not to be confused with the child's Chucky play Chucky, because fuck that. Oh, hey. Why you give me good ideas? Hey. I will yeet myself out of Tony's van. <laughs> no, we don't have. You might not get back. If it avoids the Chucky doll, I'm down. Alright, so your Uber shows up and they take you guys to the State of Nevada Division of Welfare. And it's a bunch of people, it's like a basic government office waiting room. Gray walls, shitty chairs. It's kind of like the DMV, but more depressing. Okay, so did we ever get a description of this lady? I don't think we did. 
Nope. I, I was just gonna walk around and yelling her name, being like, You want a prize! Come collect it! And see what happens. I'm gonna leave that up to you. Go for it. Probably best since they can't see who I actually am. Yes. We're looking for Harriet, right? Yes. Alright, so I'm gonna start walking around in this area and yelling, uh, Harriet, whatever her last name is, you did and tell her, sh name. I'm gonna start yelling, Harriet, you won some, uh, Toria. tokens. Toria. What? Oh, you did get a last name. What was it? Toria. T T O R I A was how I spelled it, whether that's right or not. That's how I Harriet spelled it. Harriet Toria, yeah. Okay, so back to the original plan. I'm going to start yelling, Harriet Toria, please come to the mouse to accept your prize. Um, as you do this, you're getting a lot of stares from people. And uh, one gentleman in particular is really eyeing Krasimir. Oh, so, shoot, hold on. Cre I'm not sure if I should try to establish dominance here. Cress, be my muscle. All right. Um, so is he, like, making eye contact, or what's he doing? He's just, like, side-eyeing you, like, trying to hide his... Trying to hide his what? His face. Okay. Um, am I getting, like... What would I need to roll to see if I get any kind of supernatural vibes off this guy? Mm, give me a sec. I don't have a character sheet in front of me. I should probably, like... Always have that on the ready, but I suck. I'm the Harriet worst GMF. Toria, Harriet Toria, come down to collect your prize. What are you trying to do? Get a read off of this guy? Yeah, I'm trying to uh, get a read off of him and see if he's like supernatural anyway. Because so if he's a vampire, I'm attacking. Hmm. I would say perception and primal urge. What do you think, Brendan? She's asking what you thought. Oh, yeah, Primal Arch. Yeah, Perception and Primal Arch. Hey, just... hey, Julia. This is Julia. So you said there was one guy in particular given Crest weird looks? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. So the difficulty on this roll, Jake, is going to be six. Oh, uh, yeah, you got it. He is not supernatural, but you, you kind of recognize him. I swear if it's Johnny Wise. Is he the guy from the first game, Johnny? So, he's got a black eye. Like, a really nasty-looking black eye. And uh, his nose looks like it's got some um, medical tape on it. But you you recognize Joey Williams. Yes! <laughs> Joey Williams! Okay. I'm going to walk right up to Joey and say, like, Hey, Joey, I need your help. I'm looking for... Um, Harriet Tori? Toria. Toria? He just kind of looks up and goes, Polly, man, I... How do you keep showing up whenever I don't want you in my life? I just... <laughs> look. I just... I'm just trying so hard to get it together, man. I, I'm trying to get my housing situation worked out. I don't want any trouble. I've been sober for like six hours, man. Joey. I'm everywhere, man. I can't get your <laughs> voice. I'm everywhere. Look, Polly. I'm gonna haunt you till the day you die. Please, God, help me. All right, all right. Harriet's the is is my social worker. She's helping me out. All right, she's helping me get a place. She's introducing me to some people around town. She even got me signed up for some karaoke contest tonight so I can get some money. Like, God damn it, squash it, squash his dreams, fuck him up. <laughs> like, I just want a place to live and I want to move on, and I want to forget Gwen, and I just I want to stop having the nightmares. From, from being in the military, man. It's like, Paul, like, you gotta understand. I just, I want to get my life back. Oh, man, this poor guy. <laughs> Good I luck. I have strong feelings, but I can't address them right now. <laughs> After you push me Joey. out, like, he, like, grabs hold of your hand and, like, starts crying. He's like, you're my only friend, Paul. Like, you're shit, but you're all I got in this world. Joey, my name me is out Christmere. After you kicked me out of the... He's not hearing you. He's on a roll now. After you kicked me out of, of the casino... Man, Polly, I I got attacked by this crazy anime character. I don't know if I had dreamed it or not. And then and then something came over me. I woke up covered in blood. I'm not sure oh. it was all mine. Polly. Oh no. Okay. 
Joey, good luck. <laughs> I, uh... Oh, but do you want... Wait, no, Paulie, come back. Do you want to meet Harriet? I do. I, I, I do. Why are you trying to... She won a contest. Oh, oh. Well, I'm about to see her next if you want to come in with our meeting. I, I, could, use, I could use this the, the, the emotional support. My therapist says that uh, I need to get better about reaching out to other people. And um, if I if I really truly want to be the man that uh, Gwyn fell in love with and uh, move on with my life and uh, prove to myself that I'm worthy of love, then I need to reach out to other people. You're not worthy of love. <laughs> okay. All right, Joey. Listen, man, pep talk time. You are the master of your own destiny. You don't need me. You don't need shit. You just need a can-do attitude. Well, now that you mentioned that, I actually think I do need to shit. Can you actually uh, wait for me and tell her where I'm at? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be a bit. All right. Because this morning, Don's sitting right with me, and he like holds his stomach and runs off to the bathroom. You are the master of your own destiny. I just want to be the master of my bowel movements, man. Why you be being about it? Have a good poop. And as he enters the bathroom, a sweet little black lady with like curling white hair and like Coke bottle glasses comes out and goes, um, next is going to be Mr. Joey Williams. Joey Williams, you're next. All right. So I'm taking his spot, aren't I? I mean, you don't have to. Yeah. No, I'm doing this. It's me. I'm Joey Williams. Oh, yeah, you're totally oh. Joey Williams. She looks down at her file. Uh, sir, you don't... Have you had plastic surgery? You look nothing like Joey Williams. Extensive. Joey Williams is a small, demure, unattractive man, and you fit none of those that, those descriptions. <laughs> Extensive plastic surgery. This old friend of mine told me I was the master of my own destiny, and I just decided that I needed to take control of my life, and I started with my appearance. Sir... <clears throat> I'm a housing social worker here to help people find homes when they may not have good income or maybe down on their luck. I'm not a therapist, but I can recommend a good one if you need one. Now, step into my office, you and your mouse. That's the other thing. You want a contest. Oh? My associate here, Chucky, is going to tell you more about it. Yeah, uh, you just won free tokens over at the uh, Chuck E. Cheese for Adult Night. Um, no, you were just randomly selected, and we figured you were probably going to enjoy a home visit for this. <sighs> I am so excited. Mr. Williams, can I actually reschedule our meeting? I need to go speak to my husband about this immediately. Yeah, that's fine. Just write it down on a card. And also, I think I do need that therapist's uh, number. Okay, just give me one moment. And she walks in and hands you uh, a file with a bunch of like medical records and personal information about Joey Williams and uh, the name of a good therapist in town, as well as all the information for his housing situation and uh, what she was setting him up with. Okay. Uh, before she leaves and before I hand her the card, I'm going to look at her and be like, ma'am, would you prefer it if I visited your home and told your husband myself or would you want to tell him yourself? That's a little creepy. I don't think I want to bring a mouse into my home. Uh, I think I can handle this by myself. Oh my god, we're gonna play so much skee-ball. Okay, okay, well here's, here's your prize. prize. I'm gonna hand her the little cards with all the tokens on them. She, like, squeals in joy and then, like, closes the door to her office, locks it, and then runs out the door. Alright, on my way out, I'm gonna swing by the bathroom and just kinda... I'm not going to talk to him. I'm just going to shove all of his paperwork and the therapist number and the new meeting under the stall. <laughs> he can explain to him how he had to reverse his plastic surgery. You just hear weeping. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're my best friend, Polly. I can't wait to see you again. All right. Good talk, man. Master of your own destiny. I just want to master my own bowel movements. That comes with time. And also more fiber. Seriously. I heard pumpkin helps. <laughs> and I'm out. 
<laughs> All right, so you gave the little lady her free ski ball. Woohoo! So Odessa and Sigurd are going over to the hospital. Yep. All right. How do you want to? Do you want to walk there? Do you want to drive? Uh, get a an Uber? Do you want to? How far? It's a couple of blocks. I mean, I'm fine to walk. A couple of walk. blocks is nothing. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. It takes, it takes you guys like 30, 45 minutes to get there. Um, not even, because you're probably walking pretty fast. And there seems to be some kind of like crazy emergency going on in the hospital. Like, like there's oh, people. Uh, real, real quick, along the way, can I talk to Sig about how we're going to handle this first? Oh, God, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what plan do you have for talking to him? Uh, I'm going to seduce him. What if that doesn't work? Crash and smash. No, I'm not a certain person. Uh, let me check. Are you talking about me? Because I would totally No, not, not talking about you. Because I'm just kind of along. Uh, I mean, I'll help you if you need it. I just don't know how... I, I'm not a very persuasive person. Not I mean, that's fair. So I'm just kind of your backup, and I didn't mm -hmm. feel like just doing nothing all day. Uh, I am going to charismatically get him to follow me instead. If he if he doesn't if I can't seduce him, I'm gonna do that. What do you mean you're gonna get him to follow you? Like I'm gonna get him to do what I want. Okay, that's fine. I'm just trying to figure out what the game plan is, that's all. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so basically my plan is to get this guy on our side, uh, get him to agree to do what we want, not manipulation, because um, I don't have any of that. I am not a manipulative person. I am a straightforward person. Same, which is so, great and yeah. awful at once. It's going to be great, don't worry. He will be swayed by our honesty and our desire to do the good work of getting this money to help our friend. Yeah. Uh, the other thing we could try is, didn't they say he had a thing for that lady named Debbie? I don't remember. Maybe we can help him out with that, possibly? Set him up on a flying date. And see if, you know... <laughs> can try and talk to her too and if he agrees to drop out of the competition okay that that seems a lot like manipulation but hey that's fine we can totally try if that i if, mean if, if we can actually work. get her to agree it's not really manipulating it's like hey if you try if you do us this favor we'll do you this favor it's not really manipulating more just like Exchange scratch your back, I'll scratch yours. Yeah, more of exchange of promises and not resources. I'm not thinking of the right word right now, but you know what I mean. It's okay. It's fine. Cool. It's a exchange of favors. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Alright, so you guys pull up to the hospital and like three or four ambulances have pulled up and they're bringing in a bunch of people. There's a guy in full motorcycle gear just being dragged in. There's um, a dude who looks like there's a bunch of glass embedded in his chest being pulled in. There's um, there's just a couple of body bags that are also being brought in, as well as um, a gentleman who's just mumbling in shock. Something about a ghost car. No. <laughs> oh, no. What a shame. So, so horrible. Um, I'm going to go up to the information desk. And do we have his last name, by the way? Uh, let me think. But I'm pretty sure it's, I think it's Cardell or Cardell. 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 Okay, cool. So I'm going to go up to the front desk and ask if Tom Cordell can come and speak with us. Oh, or if he's around Tom? or something. Yeah, well, Tom. I he's in emergency surgery at the moment. Um, how much time do you have, sweetie? Um, that depends. Do you know how long the surgery is going to last? Um, he should be done in the next forty-five minutes. We don't know. This poor sock, the art sod. He, his whole <laughs> arm was pulled off. 
Oh, that's that's horrible. I'm so sorry for this person. No. Um, why don't why don't you come on back, sweetie? Um, we we'll get you some tea. Are you close friends with Tom? Yes. Uh, we we're just trying to help him out. Oh. And yeah. Oh, is he in trouble? Like this is a no, 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 no. This is personal, personal, personal matter. Um, you know, he really likes someone. Oh, that poor Tom. Yes. Oh, yeah. thank goodness. You so, must so here. be. You must be the two. Oh, his daughter must have hired you. Come on back. I'll, <laughs> I'll get you guys some coffee. <laughs> oh, Dustin like puts her hood up and just kind of like awkwardly follows. There yeah. are multiple uh, security cameras around here, by the way. That's Again, Odessa has her hood up and is awkwardly following, trying to kind of like keep her face out of a direct camera shot, if possible. Um, Sigurd makes sure to keep his hand on her hood, like on her head, on her hood. So like pushing it down, but like also leading her and making sure that she doesn't bump into anything. Fair. Um, um, so... No, I just appreciate him doing that. You're welcome. <laughs> so you guys had, uh, you follow the receptionist back and she leads you to a private waiting room and they serve you some coffee and there's like some basic snacks in the vending machine. And um, she just kind of goes, well, I've got to get back to the front desk. Uh, I'll tell Tom you're back here. He shouldn't be more than 45 minutes or an hour. And she just kind of leaves you alone in the waiting room. Okay. Um, well, we did just have food a little while ago. I'm probably not starving or anything. Um, you said they served coffee or tea? Yeah, they've got coffee and tea. I'll definitely drink the coffee. Yeah, you can have the coffee. Sigurdur does not like either one of those things. You you hear some shouting out in the hallway? Oh, no. I'm going to investigate. Um... It seems that there are a number of people in suits that are here, Ooh. and they are furious about the handling of the bodies that have just been brought in. Oh, I'm not. They were in suits. suits. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go out in the hall or anything, but I'm going to keep my eye and ear peeled to make sure that they don't like come this way. They go uh, stomping off, shouting about needing those medical records immediately and needing all of that information sealed, that they have no jurisdiction right now, and that this is an order coming down from the government. Oh, God. I just kind of... Uh, are there any cameras in this room? No, there's no cameras in this room. Okay, I just kind of glance over at Odessa. I was like, this is an interesting turn of events. Well, it's those people that were brought in were the ones that we injured, um, then it wouldn't surprise me if some Pentex people followed suit here to check on them. Yeah, that's true. Um, so you said they stomped off, shouted oh, yeah, they're and did a bunch of shit? down the hallway. Okay. Towards um, the records rooms. Okay. Towards the records rooms. Hmm. Do we care if they get to their records? I mean, as long as they're not... I assume they probably are just getting the records of the people that came in. I don't know what else they would want in the records room. Did we make sure to get any evidence of us away from, you know, those delightful crash sites? Not that I'm aware of. Yay. He did throw a laptop. We, well, the lap. Oh, you're right. The laptop was from was in the car. Well, the laptop, for all intents and purposes, probably got destroyed when that car crashed and you know caught on fire and all that fun stuff. Hopefully. And had the back uh, bench seat thrown in. I was to say the the only other thing is maybe if they got the hard drive off of the computer. But yeah. yeah, I wasn't. To be perfectly honest, I was more reading the files and beating someone on the hood of the car with a cord <sighs> and windshield wiper. Hmm. This is probably not going to be a good idea. Well, um, on the not great side, but bright side, I guess, it'll trace back to Cypher. 
but then that could also lead them to us in general. Too. That would lead them to us, yes. So maybe we should try to figure out if they got the hard drive and if it was brought in. So a little girl walked into the room. Oh, Hi. hello. Hi, how are you? Uh, Sigurd gets down on, uh, like crouches down, so he's level with she's her. Like five or six. She's tiny. She's a she's a small. Oh, she's a small. Sigurd just plops down on the ground. He's like, hi! hi. Where did you come from? I was waiting for my mommy to get out of surgery. It's oh. been a while, and Auntie wandered off, and I don't. She looked really sad. Oh no. Uh, what what's your name, honey? My name is Delia. Delia, do you do you want to stay with us and wait for your aunt and your mom? She just kind of like sniffles, like, yeah. Hey, uh, you you can call me. You can call me Sig, and I'm. You can. You want to sit on my lap and just you know use my shoulder. She just kind of nods and like snuggles right up into you. Okay, I I pull her into my lap and I let her cry on my shoulder and I just kind of look at Odessa like, "You need to go and see what's going on." Um, as you try. as you say that, the door opens and one of the men in suits comes in and goes, "Delia, sweetheart, what are you doing in here?" Is Oh, Sigurd pets her hair, like, stroking her hair, like, how could you leave this this poor little small by herself? Oh, she just always wanders off. Delia, sweetie, daddy's so sorry that I wasn't here for you. I do have some work to attend to, though, so why don't you come with me and we'll go get some ice cream, okay? Uh, so when he walks in, I have my phone out and I'm looking like I'm going through my phone. Uh, but I'm trying to tilt it up to see if I can get a picture of him without the flash on it. Okay. Roll me a computer's check. Difficulty six. Computers and what else? Or Intelligence. Okay. okay. I okay. got three nines. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Yeah, you managed to not alert him that you're taking a picture of him. Uh, yeah, you get the picture. It's not, it's not great, but you're able to get a picture of his face. Cool. Uh, Delia hops off your lap and like... Wanders over and holds over, holds onto the guy. And goes, Daddy, this man is really nice, and he was super nice to me, even though I was crying. And she's like rubbing her face. This kid is clearly like tired. Oh, I. You should probably see if if you can get her someplace to lay down. She, she definitely is exhausted. Thank you for the suggestion. I'll I'll take that into consideration. Um, my name is Carl Lockhart. Uh, thank you for for being a comfort to my daughter. Um, can I ask what you guys are here for? Is are, is everything okay? Is there anything I can help you with? Oh no, we're we're just here to see a friend. Um, he's supposed to be getting out of surgery soon. Okay. Well, if there's anything at all you need, and another man bursts and goes, Carl, you got to come now. One of them survived. We got to get we got to get him out of here. He's conscious. He goes. Thank you for everything. I um, I gotta get back to work though. And he like shoulders his daughter and walks out of the room. I slowly close the door and turn to Odessa and say, "Fuck." Yeah. Uh, we gotta figure. We either need to deal with that, and I feel like that's more important than Tom is right now. Yes. Yes, it is. Do we have a way to deal with this? Um. I will warn you, I am not incredibly stealthy at all. So I don't know if sneaking around in plain sight would be good. The other option is a little bit more risky, but we could try it. We could try going into the Umbra and maybe sneaking around. Uh... <laughs> I am the wrong person for this. Unfortunately, I'm not. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. You're gonna go in the Umbra and sneak around, and I am going to try and do it the other way, because I am not an Umbra-type person. That's stupidly enough what I try to specialize in. 
it's fair. It's fair. Hello again. I hope you all enjoyed the episode. We're really proud of how the last few have come out as our editing skills have increased. And in a bit, so will our sound quality. No, really, I asked for a great mic for Christmas, so any of our content recorded in 2020 is going to sound fantastic. Thank you to everyone who subscribes to our channel, likes things, shares things, and comments on our stuff. If we didn't have an audience, these things would literally be recordings that get stuck in a folder somewhere until that hard drive inevitably dies. I'd also like to thank Lost European for the use of our theme song at the beginning. Other music in this episode was provided by Jazar, the Lemming Shepherds, and our good buddy Citizen X. You can email us at apairofdicelost at gmail.com and stalk me and Julia on Twitter at apairofdicelost and gmcrow1, respectively. No, seriously, I post pictures of my dog and cat when I'm working. They're adorable. The next time you hear us will be for a much-awaited episode of Let the Good Dice Roll, where me and Christina are most likely going to spend 90 minutes discussing a session and the toxicity that sprang from it, and what you can do to not fall into that kind of trap. I'm not gonna lie, I'm probably going to need some whiskey for that conversation. So, from everyone here with A Pair of Dice Lost, in the eternal words of our buddy Kresimir, MASTER YOUR OWN DESTINY! Yeah. Is this the end of the beginning? I'll let you fill my friend.